Hey guys, this is Joy again, and I'm here with another podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be discussing what to do when you feel like coming off of your medication. So let's get right into it. Now, many people who may have a who may have been diagnosed with a mental illness may feel like they don't need medication after a certain point. They feel like they're pretty much stable and you know, you get to this point where you're like, okay, I'm good. I don't need it anymore. And then you feel like, okay, I don't, I'm going to just come off of it because I'm starting to feel good. And yeah, you just completely come off of it. Now, from my personal experience, every time I came off of of the medication that I'm taking, I noticed that it was always as if I was starting over. Not just starting over, but like, let's say like the first couple of days, I would feel very hype like I would feel very energized awake and alert and I, and during those moments I would feel like I could just take on the world I would feel like I could do just about anything and because I would feel that way I would think to myself man I don't need medication because if I'm off medication and I feel like this then I can only imagine how I would feel not being on it for an extended amount of time not realizing that that was the start of a downward spiral. For example, last year I came off of medication three different times and every time I came off of it, it literally felt as if I had to start all over again. Um, And I remember, like I used to work at at a junior high school as a, as, as an after school teacher. And the last time I came off my medication, which was in October of last year, that was the worst experience of my life, or one of the worst experiences I've had when coming off medication. And I remember my boss, she shared with me, she said, Joy, this, this joy I don't know. I don't know who this joy is because you're not acting yourself. And she was right. Like, I was completely abnormal. I was my 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 demeanor was really downcast. I was I looked very depressed and 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 very uneasy. I wasn't really sure of myself. And because of that, it affected me in a very great deal. Now going back, whenever I came off medication, I would feel very anxious and very energetic and I would feel like very just excited and not saying that there's anything wrong with that but I think it stemmed from the the anxiety that I was having simply because I could not go to sleep at all like and it felt like every time I tried to go to sleep it felt as if I don't know it just felt like I just couldn't like I would try to force myself to sleep and it just would not work at all and I remember I was spending a night at one of my good friend's house and I literally could not go to sleep. And I began running back and forth, back and forth in a room, in their room. And it was like, it was completely abnormal. And I started getting a whole bunch of visions and I just, I didn't know how to interpret it. And I was just so completely lost, like thoughts I, I like my mind felt like I was I was lost like I I wasn't myself at all and 
with that being said, I think when we look at the patterns of of moments where we come off of medication versus times where we are on medication, you can see the patterns. And every every pattern that I've had when coming off of medication, it was as if I was regressing. It was as if I was going backwards instead of forward. So it's like all the progress that I've made, I had to redo it all simply because I came off of medication because I thought that it was time for me to come off of it. So that in like I that's part of the reason why it took me a, a while to continue doing podcasts and I switched my podcast from SoundCloud to Anchor simply because it's a little bit more easier for me to do. And I've been I haven't been consistent with the podcast that I was creating. And that was also like part of the setback because I wasn't taking my medication um, for a while. And I had to get back regulated. And simply because I did not look at the patterns and uh, going, and I also realized it kind of reminded me of withdrawal effects. So, for example, when you have a drug addict or someone who's addicted to. Uh, let's say alcohol they go through a withdrawal phase where they where their body is like going into like a form of shock and they're trying to rid themselves of this toxin and in order to rid themselves of this toxin they have to go through the the anguish and the pain of just whatever your body had to go through in order to get you back into that state of wholeness and at these drug rehabilitation centers who who help with detoxing people from drugs and alcohol they get they have an understanding of what it means to have withdrawal effects and at some point i believe that by me coming off of medication i was experiencing withdrawal effects because i've been on medication for many years and at, at there's times where when i came off of the medication I would be anxious, I can't go to sleep, you know, I would feel very energetic and like I would want to clean and do a whole bunch of productive things, but then afterward, it was like, it, it like I said before, it was like a downward spiral instead of, um, but then at the same time, I don't know if I gave myself enough time to detox because every time I tried to come off of it, it wasn't a very beneficial thing so I'm still a little bit I'm still questioning a little bit um when it comes to withdrawal effects and what it means to completely detox from off of medication like I don't know like what's the time frame for in for the improvement I don't know like how long it would have taken for the meds to completely come out of my system but um, I've tried it before. Like, I was, let's say I came off of medication in November. I was put back on in January of um, 2017. I stopped taking medication in November of 2017, and then I got back on it in January. And around that time, I began to listen to different voices that were in, that were leading me to leave my apartment at very late hours of the night and to go walking in the middle of the street, you know? And it was very scary. And I put this in my book that I'm writing called Finding Joy. And 
it was a very scary time in my life and I didn't know what I was doing I was very sensitive to things in my mind and not really aware of the voices that I was listening to and because of that it set me back so far like I could have been so much further in my life had I listened to the advice that was given to me the sound wisdom and sound wisdom that was given to me and if I just stayed on on the medication that I was taking I would have been a lot further in life um bear in mind the job that I had at the after school program I I ended up quitting my job in February so that I could focus on writing full time and part of me sometimes think that it was a mistake doing it simply because the first week that I stopped working I wasn't really doing much I was just relaxing and I began to question whether or not that was a good decision because I was thinking if I'm just relaxing now, I can only imagine what I would be doing throughout the rest of the months. And so it, I questioned whether or not I made the right decision, but I also have to understand that with time, you know, things happen. You know, I just gotta give myself time to to do it you know I just have to do it whatever it is that's on my mind and on my heart to do I really do just have to set it in my mind and just say like okay look I'm gonna do it so I gave myself I was given a a good six months to finish writing my book bear in mind I wrote a lot I wrote a lot in my book and right now I feel like it's it's about a good time to get it released And during this time, I also was focusing on my mental health. Now, I feel like I've improved a great deal mentally because I don't have the same thoughts that I used to have. And when I, whatever old thoughts try to come up, I learned a way how to combat those negative thoughts. And it's with positive words. For example, whenever a negative thought comes into my mind or tries to infiltrate any space in my mind, I would just say I plead the blood and that has been my power tool that has been like my saving grace to keep me in that in that direction where I'm supposed to be it clears up any negative thoughts that I've had and it leads me back to where it leads me back to center like it gives it's kind of like a form of meditation in a way like I'll say like I plead the blood and it just gives me so much peace and lets me know that everything is going to be okay because all the thoughts that I'm having they're not from me those thoughts aren't mine those negative thoughts it's a part of the illness and it's a part of you know some may say the enemy which I do believe that that's what it is at times because sometimes my thoughts can be so far-fetched where I'm like okay this definitely cannot be me (laughs) so I'm like okay where is this thought coming from you know, so we have to question sometimes, like, what are we letting into our mind? What are we letting in? What are we watching? What are we hearing? What are we seeing? You know, what are we doing? And that may cause us to question, like, okay, this isn't me. So let me just, re- let me get back into center. And I believe that by pleading the blood, it gets me back into center. And the reason why I would say plead the blood 
the reason why I would say that is because I'm a I personally am a Christian and I believe that Jesus's blood covers a multitude of sins so no matter what thought may come into my mind I know that's a form of me casting down those thoughts casting down the imaginations and everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God and I bring those thoughts captive to obey Christ so in other words those negative thoughts they're being submitted they're put they're being put under God's authority so that God's will is done so that I'm not dwelling on any negative thoughts and I'm just focusing on the now, the here, the moment, living in the present, and I'm not so much into my mind. Another thing that was helpful for me during these past six months was attending various events. Um, for example, I found I came across a website called Club Free Time where they had a whole bunch of different events throughout New York City. And I love this website simply because you can do a whole bunch of different things from self-defense classes, um, you could take art, art shows, you could learn sign language, you could do Zumba, exercise, you could, um, what else, watch plays, ballet, just to name a few. And you could either do a monthly subscription, a weekly subscription, a day subscription, a yearly subscription. And I signed up for a month subscription just to, just to try it out. And that was under $3. And I think the month, the yearly subscription is either $9 or $11. I can't remember how much it is. But I think that that's a, that's a huge steal. Just to, in a, just to be able to see different events and different, um, different things in the city for free. Like, I think that's perfect. And the only thing that they're charging you for is to, find, is to see the address. And um, I'm not being sponsored to say this, but it's really encouraging knowing that you can attend different events in the city and for little to no cost. And if they do charge you anything, it would be maybe $4 for a reservation fee. And I think that that's a great way to get out of the house. And I think that's another key thing. When, you're, when you have a mental illness, it's very important to be around people who are encouraging, uplifting, and inspiring you. You want to be around people who have a positive vibe about them, who have a positive energy so that you're not being brought down. Because especially when you have a mental illness or you're very sensitive to certain things, it's like you pick up on certain things. You pick up on what the environment is around you. So if you're around someone who's not doing anything it has an effect on you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, and even physically. And I think it's really important to, to be around people who inspire you so that you can be motivated to do certain things that you're supposed to do or that you want to do. Sometimes, I mean, I feel like, for example, sometimes I mean, I feel like going to the gym. And it's like sometimes you either have to push yourself or... I don't know. I'm not even going to lie. Like, like when it came to going to the gym, I would probably go once every few weeks. And that's not a good thing. But one thing I, I noticed or someone shared with me yesterday was that, you know, I am perfect just the way that I am. My body is designed the way that it is right now. And God sees me as beautiful at this very 
point in time, at this very moment in time, God sees me as beautiful. And being that I may have like a little pudge or a little stomach, despite, you know, the rest of my body, it's like God is happy with me the way that I am. And he he loves me, everything about me, even the things that I see as flaws. He loves every part of me. So I don't have to worry about, you know, killing myself at the gym or just just as a form of expression or I don't have to stress about what I'm not doing instead of focusing on what already is and God accepts me and he sees me already as beautiful so I mean of course going to the gym is a good thing but if you don't feel motivated to go to the gym yeah it's okay to push yourself but sometimes the motivation may not be there maybe there's an alternative thing that you could do whether it's working out at home or just going for walks or strolls in the park or you know wherever you can go um but I'm learning that I don't have to do anything for anyone else I just have to do it for myself and you know, yeah, I, I do have people in my corner. That's another thing. It's important to have a good support system. So let's say you have your friends. You could talk to your friends, and they will uplift you. They will encourage you. You have your family members. They will encourage you, you know, and never neglect your your um your support system. So now referring back to club free time. So I participated in, in those events for about a good week (laughs) and um it was very beneficial for me and I enjoyed the things that I that I did it's just that I just did not feel motivated to to do anything else and that's not a good thing and I don't glory in that it's just it just I don't know if it could most likely it's a part of the mental illness just it's also stems from like a form of fear not wanting to go outside for fear of something happening or, you know, I just didn't feel like I wanted to do it, you know, and I even had people in my corner that's been pushing me like, Joy, do this, Joy, do that, you know, you can do it, you can do it, and sometimes my mind would just try to psych me out of it, you know, but then I remember what my aunt would tell me, she would say, Joy, you don't want to get to the end of your life wishing that you did something that you knew you wanted to do you don't want to regret anything and that's why lately I've been more encouraged more so to do the things that's on my heart to do and I remember I was talking to my therapist and it was like kind of like a breakthrough session for me because it's like she's like and also my best friend my my female best friend she would share with me joy just do whatever you want to do not do things that are like completely left field or you know that's like over the top but just live your life you know if you want to go for a walk go for a walk if you want to eat a burger eat a burger if you want to you know sing and dance in the house you know sing and dance in the house do it you know no let nothing stop you from doing the things that you genuinely in your heart want to do because I believe that God is with us during those moments and that's what he wants us to do he wants us to live our life and to live it more abundantly above anything that we could ask or or even think and and it's beautiful the way that he is because he wants us to live and to thrive and being afraid of doing things is not an excuse to not live your life 
So one thing I noticed is that over these past six months, I have grown mentally. My mind is more sound and I have more peace in my thoughts. My thoughts are not anxious. They're not racing. I sleep well. I eat well. And I love it. You know, the only thing that kind of discouraged that I was discouraged about was that or kind of disappointed that I wish I did was participate in more of those um, club free time events because they were really, really good. And um, I learned a lot from them. And I even attended like a jazz event. And it was really cool. And um, most people would spend like a lot of different a lot of money on these events, but I was able to do them for free. Like I would even go to Lincoln Center, you know, and that that in itself was really cool. It's even good to listen to and to listen and to state positive words of affirmation. For example, I'm subscribed to um, a storyteller. Her name on Instagram, her name is Morgan Harper Nichols, the sister of Jamie Grace, and she does a whole bunch of motivational, inspirational words. And she puts them on painted backgrounds, and it is so encouraging. And um, the beautiful thing about it is that, you know, sometimes we're not aware of the progress that we're making, but deep down in our hearts, we really are growing. You know, sometimes you may feel like, you know, man, I'm, I'm still in the same position that I'm in, you know, months ago. But then if you think back to a year ago, You're not the same person that you once were. You're much better. You're growing. You're stronger. You're wiser. You're learning more every every time, every day. You're learning something new every day. You're not the same person that you were yesterday, and you're just you're growing. And um, I would just like to share with you guys some of the things that she sends us every day. She she sends us text messages in the morning, as well as motivational words. in the morning no okay I'm sorry so she sends us motivational um text messaging in the evening and she sends us motivational words in the morning because I signed up for the the emails which comes in the morning and the text messaging at night along with her um statements on Instagram so I'm just I'm just going to share with you guys some of the things that she sends in the text messages and today it says you do not have to be the strong one all the time Strength is still woven into your story, even on the days where you need to take it slow. And then yesterday said, breathe deep and be still when things turn out differently than expected. You are still being directed and the wait is still not in vain. And then on Friday, this is the last one I'm going to read. It says, slow down, rest easy. Tomorrow is on its way. And in the hours in between, you are free to rest till then. So I really do love these positive words of affirmation because it kind of just assures you like, okay, you're doing well. You are where you're supposed to be. Even if it may not look like it, you're still growing. And I just want to encourage you all by stating, look at the patterns. What happens when we come off of medication? Are you more sound? Are you more anxious? Do you sleep well? Are you going to sleep at all? Like, what are the patterns that you're noticing every time you come off medication? And I've been able to acknowledge my, my patterns. And, you know, it's been different throughout the years. And I'm seeing what's working for me now. And I know that being on medication is helping me at this point in time. And I'm not saying that I won't be delivered from it. 
you know, maybe at some point God will tell me that I don't need it. I don't know. And I've thought that many times. And because of that, I, I faltered. Um, not saying that I blame God because he's not, it's not his fault. But at the same time, it's like I could have been a lot further had I listened to the, the, the wisdom of others and had I taken heed to the patterns that I've participated in over these past years. So guys, I just want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I just hope that you guys stay with me in future podcasts and that I'm able to shed some light on, on areas that you may not have known or areas where you may have questioned, you know, what what the case may be in, in the situation that you're in. So once again, thank you guys so much. And I will get back to you guys in my next podcast. All right. Thank you. Bye.